The views and opinions expressed in Media Litter Sandwich do not reflect on the views of the network, station, studio, website, sponsors, guests, hosts themselves, anyone or anything else associated or even not associated with this podcast. Maybe not even the person that said them. In other words, do your own research and do not sue anyone over what is said on this show. Welcome to Media Litter Sandwich, where we talk about all sorts of things about media, media creators. And I will say this right now, the video version is definitely different than the audio version. And the cat can get out of my coffee now. Um, <laughs> like I said, video version is different than the, than the audio version. You can find Media Litter Sandwich on all sorts of podcasts, apps, and YouTube. Uh, just search Media Lair Sandwich or on YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash Toad and K. With me is the Kitchen Killers today. What's up, dude? Good to see you. Thank you for having us, man. Okay, I'm trying to remember which name is which. I'm Billy Floyd, and that's the Commodore. You guys are near a very populated spot in Orlando, though. Yes, sir. And, the, oh, geez, there's a lot of businesses in Orlando. Oh, tons, my man, tons. Lots of restaurants, lots of kitchens. <laughs> okay, so why Kitchen Killers? Go ahead. I already know the story, or at least what you guys do, but what do you guys do? Uh, we uh, classify ourselves as a touring acoustic duo crashing kitchens around the country. Uh, you can flip-flop those words a couple times if you want, but it kind of all started out with us just wanting to be able to utilize social media. We played a different day, a different time, in a different room in the house. One Friday night, we played from the kitchen, had a really great following that night. Uh, we did exactly the same thing one week later. And my friend uh, Tim Haggard, who's a musician from Polk County, was in there as well. He said, man, I saw you guys killing it in the practice room. You killed it in the crafting room. And now you're, you're killing it in the kitchen. You guys are like the kitchen killers. And I love the alliteration. We held on to it. And the kitchen's the main place in the house that people gather. For any parties, that's where pretty much everybody hangs out. You know, so other than that, we just decided, cool, let's kind of run with this joke. It was really 100% just a gag in the very beginning uh, until one of my friends asked if we'd go to his kitchen. And I said, yeah, man, we'll come to all the kitchens. And as soon as we said that, here come the invitations. So from there, we've been just kind of making it up as we go along, to be completely honest with you. But um, I think we're... 54 kitchens later and almost two years. So it's been a heck of a ride. Oh, wow. So what do you, um, and then you guys live stream this on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, we live stream three times a week. We have a, a wrap up on Monday at 7.05 where we kind of go over the last week of shenanigans we got ourselves involved in. Then on Tuesday, we put up a poll on our Kitchen Killers Facebook page with five songs and we leave it up to the voters to let us know what songs we're gonna play on our Wednesday show. So Wednesday, we stream as well at 7.05 p.m. Uh, we play the top two songs that receive the most votes. And then on Friday, we stream from 9.05 to 10.05 on Facebook as well. And that is our main hour show. How do you keep up with the schedule? Good team. You got a good team. <laughs> uh, really, it's, it's just a matter of habit, to be honest with you. You know, we just, we just created, we created a habit. We made it habitual. So every Monday and every Wednesday and every Friday, it's just what we do. It's when we're where we are. And uh, we kind of build everything else around that. And again, every, no, none of this was built in, in a week. Uh, it was just tiny incremental changes that we made every week. We started with the Friday nights, realized that worked. So we just started hanging out on Friday nights at 9 o'clock. Everything else from there was just, all right, let's try this. And then next week it was different. And let's try this. And then next week it was different. Yeah, we wanted to be now, able to promote the Friday shows. So we're like, we have six days before the next Friday to talk about it. What do we do? 
you know, so we originally did what's called a one and done where we, we would, we would go live on Monday and we would just play one song and that was it. And then we would kind of like catapult that into Friday's show. Uh, and that evolved into the Wednesday show as well, which then evolved into a Monday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> so you get to start the week and end the week with you guys. That's right, man. And, That's right. and, and also an extra song to get through hump day. <laughs> That's right, man. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, on, on Monday, we usually close the, the wrap up with one song. On Wednesday, we play the top two songs and then we do what's called Flip the Pick where we take one of the Commodore's Fender picks, and if it lands gold side up, we play another song. If it doesn't land gold side up, we don't play another song, but we like to play music, so normally it lands gold side up, even if it doesn't land gold side up. <laughs> <laughs> that, that looks gold to me. That, that, that's gold, right? All right, we're going to do yeah, it. Exactly. Gold to me. <laughs> All right, this is a uh, video version, except from the audio version. Uh, the kitty, Mr. Tortilla, has apparently took over today. Mr. Tortilla. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Tortilla. Good to, good to meet you, sir. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Wait, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, music. So, <laughs> so a duo acoustic band being able to do this. Uh, is that kind of what you said from the start? Like, okay, let's go ahead and this is how we'll promote. And then, like you say, you just started tweaking it along the way. Yeah, we, I mean, we kind of fell into it when the kitchen, when we did really well in the kitchen, we had a great response in the kitchen. Like we played from a couple different rooms, but the kitchen really, it, it just popped. And uh, Mr. Tortilla, I don't know, bro. You all right? <laughs> Is he rubbing against the microphone? He's like, I want you, I want your love, dad. Don't give love to anybody else. <laughs> That's, uh, so yeah, man, I mean, when we played in a bunch of different rooms, we really never had the idea of let's just find the best room to play in. Uh, we just happened to play in the kitchen two two Fridays in a row. We had a really great response. Somebody dubbed us the Kitchen Killers, and then it, the comments didn't stop. You know, people were coming in about these two guys playing in kitchens, and we played our first remote kitchen in August of 2017, and then we just kept going from there. Every now and then, we we play our kitchen as well. We'll have a feature guest, our feature chef. Uh, this past week, we had a podcast team called We're the Side of Chaos, so they joined us for our Friday night show here, and they actually brought two chefs one from Venezuela and another one from Ecuador. So wow. we, had some, uh, we had some homemade arepas uh, this past Friday, which were absolutely amazing. We had a really, really great crowd. Uh, Funny to informing podcast hosts were here as well. With a side of chaos was here as well. Hanging with web shows here as well. So we had, uh, I'd say we had maybe 20 plus people here Friday night, just in our, in our kitchen, you know, so uh, it worked out really well. We traveled to a lot of different kitchens, but every now and then we we're able to kind of come back home and feature a special chef, which we have this Friday. We're actually here as well, and we have uh, Chef Matthew Pfeiffer, who's been with us twice and is coming back with a brand new menu. Uh, now, is that different than the Mad Scientist Chef? Yeah, the Mad Scientist travels with us. So when we when we pitch the show to resident residential and commercial kitchens, sometimes hosts want to cook. Sometimes they just want to entertain. You know, sometimes they just have a bunch of friends coming over and they just want to have a good time and they don't want to have to worry about being stressed out in the kitchen and they just want to entertain their friends. So in that case, we see if the mad scientist is available and he joins us on the show and he creates appetizers, entrees, desserts, and a full drink menu. Now, so you bring a crew with you. Uh, depending on what the show requires, we have a crew available. Yes, sir. Okay. So besides, do you have any like a tech crew that comes with you when you go, you know, just to make things clear, you are going into fans' kitchens and playing a live show. 
That's right. Yes, sir. That's right. <laughs> yeah, our, our setup is actually pretty, pretty compact. You know, we, we've had a couple of different iterations. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we have uh, we have a couple of different iterations that we've kind of evolved through when it came to our setup that we have in residential kitchens. And our setup is actually pretty easy and it only takes us about 10 minutes to get our physical setup up and running and everything plugged in and charged, lights on, ready to rock and roll. Uh, but we do travel with a crew. We have uh, Shelly Wheeler, who has uh, been with us for going on a year now. She actually relocated from California to help us really kind of pursue this project big time. Uh, we also have remotely Jen Holland, who uh, I believe you spoke with Jen in the very beginning. Yep. She handles a lot of our coordination when it comes to interviews and reaching out, making new contacts. She has you know, a lot of patience. She's a very patient young woman. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we're really fortunate. We have a good crew. We have a, a, a podcast team called Hanging With Web Show that's been with us since the very beginning. And they have been uh, solution providers. They have been helping us kind of break through the mold and reach out to new territories. Got us started to reach out to Spreaker, CBS.com, Radio.com, iTunes, uh, and started hosting watch parties as well. So oh, awesome. it's really been a, a, a blessing to have such a great team that we've been able to not necessarily build, but almost attract, you know, just, just by putting out good content and having fun and having a good time and playing music and having like an open community for anybody to really join and become a part of. Now, uh, one thing I got to ask, I mean, you guys are a band, you do regular gigs as well, I assume. Sure. Oh, How yeah. hard is it if you're going to be booking a gig on like uh, on like a Friday night to coincide the two? Uh, we make sure that we prioritize Kitchen Killers at 9.05. So sometimes we're invited to play a show or play a venue on a Friday night. And if they're okay with us going live at 9.05 and streaming our show uh, for one hour, because we have a pretty structured show um, and we've been doing it for well over a year now. So there is a level of expectation that that we really kind of hold ourselves to. So if there's a live venue that wants us on a Friday night, we absolutely bake in the Kitchen Killers show or we we pass on that venue and we reschedule for another night. Wow. That that that's some commitment for sure. Oh yeah. Well, there's a lot of people that are committed to us. To be honest with you, a lot of people have given a lot to uh, to kind of see this flourish. So we we not only do we owe it to ourselves, but we definitely owe it to our community to make sure that we keep it up. You know, people are probably listening, and they even watch your show, and they're like, "Oh, you're just I'm just going to go live streaming. I'm going to do this. I'm just going to live stream right here." And even on uh, um, when I do a lot of the conventions. People don't often think like, oh, wait, I have no internet here. I can't live stream from my phone. Or or it's like, hey, like, wait, you're still on dial-up? How am I going to do this? <laughs> it blew my mind when you told me you, you knew somebody that was still on dial-up. That's crazy. <laughs> I know a few people that are either on dial-up or very, very uh, short broadband. I know one oh, person oh, on broadband that oh, has... Yeah, those are patient people. You talk about patience, dial up his patience. <laughs> yeah, he um one person the main person I know that's still on dial up um by choice. Usually people aren't on dial up by choice. Um the main person I know on dial up by choice, uh he actually everyone know everyone, <laughs> everyone knows him at the local coffee store because when he's gonna bid on something on eBay, he'll go over there. Plus yeah, I think if you spend like sixty hours at your job, you know, when you're and you don't and you're not a video gamer, you don't really need the best uh internet at home, especially when you have a smartphone nowadays. Amen. But when you guys are going to play a show, do you guys like scope out the internet or anything like that? Or do you guys bring in your own Wi Fi box or any backups? 
What's your backup yeah, there, plan? <laughs> there's a couple different. There's a couple different things. A couple of different times we've actually run into um, iterations where people will have Wi-Fi that is just absolutely terrible. They're just in a really remote location. Uh, they just don't have a large bandwidth available to them. They have the fastest that they can get because they're in the middle of absolutely nowhere. You know, we've run into a couple of those, and in that case, we we try to lean on cellular backup. You know, if we can't jump on their Wi-Fi. Uh, then we'll see whoever has the best cellular network between myself, the Commodore, Bree, uh, Shelly, kind of whoever is running it. That's like a conversation. Okay, I have Sprint, you have Verizon. What do you? What are you running? Yeah. What are you running? Everyone run speed tests oh, yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, to that point. Oh yeah, times. we we run speed tests and fast.com. So we try to see what the what the largest upstream is because that's what we need for Facebook. We need need to be able to stream up. Uh, so pretty much what we do is, you know, we, what do you mean you don't have an unlimited plan? You knew we we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we've had some people that just felt so terrible, like they felt so bad uh, that the, if the internet was subpar or if the video came out a little choppy because we're doing the live stream. So Facebook will buffer uh, the video to try to see if he can keep the highest quality uh, stream running, and the larger the buffer, the largest, lar- larger the delay. You know, so sometimes we've been and, really. And I think the recorded version usually smooths it all out. But if you're watching yeah, live, it goes over. You just leave your phone with the Facebook application open, and it will hash all the HD chunks back up to that HD video. So then, after it's finished hashing and it's finished uploading, you get a high definition quality version of the show. Oh man, which is pretty cool for Facebook. I'm glad they do that. You know, but every now and then we've, we've run into a couple tough ones where we're scrambling last minute trying to find out who has the best signal, who has the best quality, what we can do, running speed tests. It, it can get pretty, uh, pretty dicey at times. Now to record audio, is there a difference? Um, like what do you do, use to record audio during these? Are you guys just using a webcam microphone or the cell phone? Or are you guys no. actually bringing your own microphones? Yeah, we, I mean, we, we use, um, normally we use my cell phone um, as the main capturing device. And then we have a directional microphone that we use. Um, yeah, so pretty much this is our setup right here. Right. You know, so and we, that's a Rode video mic, I see. It is indeed. So yeah, we have a directional Rode video mic. We have, uh, we have one of these uh, beautiful, amazing LED uh, lights that we use, battery powered. Then we have a portable stand that everything is collapsible. Um, we do have one of the uh, one of the adapters, so we can charge as well uh, as stream the audio to the to, to the device. So, and this is pretty much it. So, this is super compact, breaks down, fits in really easily into cases. And this is the entire rig that we use when we stream a show. That's everything. We don't since we're in the kitchen, we don't really need a lot of speakers. We don't need anything like that. So, we utilize the acoustics in the kitchen. So we don't plug anything in. We have no speakers. We have no microphones. We have nothing like that. Uh, for us individually, everything is done acoustically. And the only microphone that's involved is the microphone that's connected directly to the camera. That's fantastic. Yeah, man. So far, so good. It's again. It's it's been an evolution. The it very first one was like not that. like that. <laughs> no, no, no. You gotta start with what you got, and then then work your way up. Yeah. Oh yeah. So right now we've we've been using that one for about uh. Yeah, maybe about a year. I'd say I'd say getting getting kind of close to to maybe a little less than a year. We've used we've used that setup, and we're always on the look for something different. You know, if there's an evolutionary step that we can take, if there's new technology, if there's a new stand, something more compact. You know, we always got our eyes open. But right now, it's it's done really well. It's traveled with us all over the state, so it's definitely held up. <laughs> now what? Now I know most of the time you guys stay around Florida. You said state, but earlier you said you played kitchens were uh, all throughout the country. <laughs> oh yeah, 
And the yeah, I've done like a kitchen tour outside of Florida. Yeah, one and and that's one thing that we're we're working on building pretty much the financing for because we don't charge for our Friday night shows. Uh, we accept donations and we sell merchandise, uh, but we want to be able to cater to everybody, and not everybody can afford three hundred dollars for a show, five hundred dollars for a show. You know, so around the state of Florida, we don't charge anything, and we really lean on. Um, the people that come to the show for their support and they show their support by donations and merchandise sales. We've uh, traveled up to Dragon Con. We went to Dragon Con last year. So we hosted our Kitchen Killers Friday night show from our Airbnb in Atlanta. Uh, we'll be going back again this year, but we've been, been invited to, I don't know, probably six or seven different states uh, to crash kitchens all the way from the very top of Maine uh, to Washington State, California, Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi. Uh, so right now we um, are trying to work with those hosts to see if we can figure out how uh, to be able to, su to supplement that cost. You know, for us to fly to Maine for a Friday night show, even if it's just the two of us uh, with travel, with costs, with and we keep everything super low. We try to get there as cheap as possible and, and back as cheap as possible. It's about a thousand dollars a person. You know, so since we don't charge for our Friday night shows, we have to be able to supplement that income somehow. So we normally work with the host to try to see if we can put together or if they can put together um, a, a fundraising thing where they'll reach out to their friends and family and see if every, everybody could pitch in to get us up there. You know, so every show outside of the state is kind of it's, it's dealt individually. You know, we don't really have like a set theme or, or source that we use to be able to do that. We kind of take it show by show. Yeah. So I know uh, I just interviewed uh, about several Santa comedians that do something similar. Well, they actually perform in clubs, but, you know, they'll they'll drive around. They'll be like, oh, I got family in that in that state. So I'm going to go perform over there. That way I could write off the mileage and everything off my taxes, uh, <laughs> make it a business trip. Sure. And they just book gigs the entire way through. Absolutely. You know, I, I don't know. I, I've talked to some bands that, that are able to do that. But it just it just seems seems like you guys can literally just, you know, take the van and just park outside somewhere and just like, you know, we're going to do a live stream right now. It, it's that time. Uh, we're going to do it. We got decent Wi-Fi or that coffee house got something. Let me see if they're willing to turn off the music and and uh, accept free things, which it's harder to do now that there's so many franchises. Um okay. <laughs> It's not exactly your independent coffee shop neighborhoods everywhere you go anymore. Very but true. You never know. Very true. So yeah, it's uh, you, I think you're you're referring to real time touring where you're kind of booking shows as you're going, uh, as you're moving moving through your tour schedule. You know, because if we have a goal to play a, say we're playing a show at the Ramshead in Baltimore, you know, we want to tour up to Ramshead in Baltimore and then tour back down to Florida so you don't waste that time. You know, but a lot of the things that we do for Friday nights right now, what we're looking into doing is traveling four times a month um, every Friday, flying out of Orlando and into the host city, playing the Friday night show and then turning right back around, maybe chilling with them on Saturday and maybe getting up early on Sunday morning and headed right back to Orlando. You know, so we can be back here for because we have business meetings every Monday night. We have meetings pretty much every night. We have a meeting. And then we have our two live streams Monday and Wednesday. So we try to get back to Orlando and then just on those Friday shows you know, fly out to our different host locations. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Tortilla got wrapped up in the cord. No, it's uh, okay. <laughs> I like that he has a title. <laughs> so you guys are trying to fly out on one day and then come back, which is which is really hard um, like that. Um, is there – do you guys got day jobs? It's like, is that why you're only – 
instead of doing the actual tour, you're trying to fly in and out real quick. Is that what it is? You guys got day jobs. That's one of the reasons you you don't have to tell me what they are. No, that's fine. Even if, I mean, both of us, yeah, both of us are full-time workers. We still have full-time jobs. We put in 40 to 50 hours a week, just like, you know, most hardworking individuals uh, that, that work there, you know, nine to five or eight to five, or in the Commodore's case, seven to four, or what, what time do you get there? Four? Four. Yeah, seven to four. You know, so uh, so we're still doing that. And then we push this about maybe 30 hours, 30 hours a week, just involved in, you know, advertising and marketing and setting things up and rehearsing, writing, you know, the three shows. Uh, so we're kind of burning the candle at both ends right now. But even if we were able to step away from those day jobs, I think the core schedule that we, we would try to keep uh, would be to be here for the Monday and the Wednesday and then to fly out to the location and fly back, you know, for a Friday show. If we were going to drive to to Maine and then turn around and drive back, uh, the amount of time and the amount of money and fuel and everything that that would take is almost equivalent to what it would be for us to just fly over there and fly back, mm-hmm. you know. So and we still have a lot going on here. We have our, our lives are in Florida. And uh, I toured for a while um, with a band out of Tampa for about two years. Um, and we did a lot of cross-country tours, you know, 30, 40 days out. Uh, which can be pretty taxing on, you know, family relationships, friendships, stuff like that. So I think one of the things we're trying to do is kind of maintain the balance that we have uh, in our real lives compared to, you know, what we do with Kitchen Killers. So if we're able to kind of run with the idea that we have now flying back out on Friday and flying back in on Sunday, will keep us here in Orlando to kind of really build our hometown connection with uh, restaurants and with residents here. And you two live together as well. That's right. Is that like the only way you guys could keep on track? It's like, you know what? Nah, we'll just live together. It'll be cheaper. And then we're already here to to cut some sort of time. Yeah, we were. uh, I mean, we were we were we had been roommates before. I mean, the Commodore and I've been friends for, I think, going on 11 years now. You know, so we had been roommates before. We know each other's living habits. We know that they coincide with each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, So ultimately, when the Commodore and I were ready to push a new project that both of us were involved, he relocated from Brandon to Orlando, uh, cut his lease. Uh, quit his job, got a brand new job here in Orlando, got a new place to live here in Orlando. Uh, And then it just so happened that events of the world um, kind of brought us together where I had an extra room available um, in the house that I was renting. Uh, And we were hanging out all the time anyway. So it was like, bro, you're just a couple minutes down the road. Why don't, you know, if you want, why don't you just head over here and we can, you know, because then you're together anytime you got to write, you have an idea, you want to practice, you have late, you want to get up early. Yeah. The, the time that we spend together, what's, what's more important than, um, just the organization and keeping everything communicated well. What's more important than that is the ideas. The ideas happen at such a random time, even like song, song ideas, music ideas, uh, uh, venue ideas, any, any idea that we have, it's so spontaneous and so like random that spending that much time together, it, it, it really, it really fostered those ideas. Yeah. And we're like, we're kind of in like, you're, you're, we are sitting in the room that we spend most of our time in, which is kind of like a dining slash creating room. You know, we have two guitars hanging on the wall. We have whiteboards all over the place. So anytime the Commodore has an idea, his guitar is literally four feet away from me and mine is right next to it. So he'll come down, pick up the guitar and start playing. And instead of having to like hurry up and record it and jump in the car and throw his guitar in and drive over to the house and see if I'm home and then, nope, it's, it's done. Like he plays it and my guitar is right next to it. You know, so we're, we're just a couple seconds away because when that inspiration hits, man, you got to grab it immediately because uh, you never know if you're going to be able to bottle it and take it with you because it could be gone by the time you get to your destination. Sounds like that commitment's paying off. I mean, you guys had an idea and you're like, all right, let's commit. And, they, and then you're doing it. 
Oh yeah. There's no other way. If you're going to do it, man, you might as well pull the trigger, do it, give it everything you got, you know? So that's kind of what we've been doing. And we try to find out how we can give, how we can be more efficient and more effective and give more at the same time without completely, you know, burning out our schedules. But again, we have a really phenomenal team uh, that we have been very, very fortunate to have kind of helping us along this way. You know, so there's no way that the Commodore and I can keep up with all this stuff on our own. Just yeah, that's thing. not even including your street team. <laughs> Correct. If you want to call it that, yeah. Oh yeah, and we have a we have a pretty pretty loyal uh, street team. Just a basis of people that are in every single show. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you can find them in the chat. You know, they're they're blowing it up. They're blowing up the community. They're welcoming welcoming new people to the chat community. They're sharing links. They're helping other artists get more exposure. They're creating connections between people. You know, so it's uh, and yeah, that's that's just the street team. That's not even our core team. You know, we have about. I'd say we have four to five in our actual in our center core team uh, that kind of keep the machine running. But everybody else, the shares, the likes, the notifications, all that stuff is just absolutely imperative to move the whole thing forward. Oh man, and and, and that's you guys really did hit that when you're talking about kitchen. Kitchen is the medium. You could have a you could have a den, a living room, a rec room. Where does everyone end up talking? The kitchen. Always. It's the closest to the food. It's the closest yeah. to the drink and it's usually the best lit, you know? So like when people are partying everywhere else, the people go to the kitchen for just to rehydrate and they go there to congregate and everything is right there. So it's, uh, it's the place to be. Yeah. You find yourself like uh, you go to like any kind of party, you end up like, uh, there's always these search with one person like, all right, I kind of need to just chill out from everybody, from all the music, from all the, from everyone. And they go into the kitchen Within ten minutes, there's there's a new party in the kitchen. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You know, and it's uh, it's it's one of the places that we because we've been invited to crash a couple of kitchens that were just newly remodeled, and one of the first rooms in any house that people remodel is the kitchen, and one of the largest budgets that people have for a room in the house is for their kitchen. You know, so there's a lot of focus on the kitchen. It's usually a center point of the house. Um, and, and it's so far, it's been tried and true, you know, that, that, that formula has worked out really well for us. You know, we, we have leaned on that since the very beginning and, and it hasn't proven itself wrong. We haven't found another more popular room in the house than the kitchen. <laughs> I've been looking for houses for, for a while now. And every once in a while I come come across a house with two kitchens. I'll have to invite you guys over and be like, all right, cool. Pick a kitchen. We're going to, we're going to do a kitchen tour. We're going to crash both at the same time. <laughs> Somehow we'll crash both kitchens simultaneously. Never been done before. Live, first time ever double kitchen crashing. Oh, that's that. We'll, we'll just, yeah. Well, if it's my kitchen, I'll just run across a switcher to different cameras. The microphones go to one. Uh, th- See, I'm already working out in my mind. We got it, man. We got it. We're going to make it happen, bro. <laughs> Doable, that's what you're saying. Yeah, I'll just hook it all to a central uh, uh, mixing board with open broadcast with cameras on each, and uh, and and we'll make it work. Make sure you guys got headphones; you can hear each other just fine. And uh, like there goes half the audience right there with tech talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And if people uh, have any questions about that, you can always talk to me live on Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern on DV Radio. Uh, yeah, I don't broadcast a show on Facebook yet, even though I do some videos over there, not like these guys at all, but on DVRadio.net on Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You could find me in there uh, with uh, 
the episode will be streaming. If you already watched on YouTube or something like that, you can listen to the episode and then talk to other people in the chat room, which is always fun. And you have most of my attention, depending if I'm driving home from the studio or not. Um, <laughs> but, nice. yep, so we're back again on uh, dvradio.net. And check out all the other great shows there. And, uh, our, and, of course, they also have the same charity of choice, which is a DV Farm. So you can check out DV Farm as well if you're curious uh, about that charity. It is a homeless veterans charity, uh, which I use on smile.amazon.com. So that's why you never hear me uh, trying to push my Amazon, uh, you know, any verifications or anything on Amazon. Here, buy this equipment on Amazon. Use my code. No, I ask everyone to use smile.amazon because charities are just just more important than that. And then my charity of choice on smile.amazon is DV Farm. Um, Maybe now DV Radio won't get mad at me for not advertising them as much. (laughs) (laughs) Then again. I recorded this before I'm back on DV radio, so it's all good. <laughs> now to the part of the show, which reminds people why they hate uh, social media. Uh, we go to Toad and Reads. Now you guys are used to reading comments uh, during live shows. I mean, I know you guys actually interact during that. Oh yeah. It's oh, yeah. a huge part of it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, that's one of my favorite parts. I think of the show is just the, the live back and forth that we have with the community that's watching the show at the same time, you know, so to be able to see the inside jokes that are running and watch conversations completely take off on their own, you know, and watch people, you know, come together on, in that group and just start talking about something that was a segue from something that we had said. And all of a sudden now it's an inside joke and everybody's having a great time. Uh, we, we try to take requests as well. Um, we do uh, at the end of every Friday night show, we do a vote for the last song, whether it be a cover or an original, and we leave it entirely up to the people in the chat. Uh, so whoever makes it to five or 10 first. So you just type original or type cover. Uh, so we try to keep that interaction in as much connection as possible and keep it real time and kind of like play off of the information that we receive. So the people that are watching the show know uh, that we're interacting with you directly Uh, We try to thank and welcome everybody that comes into the show. It gets kind of tough sometimes when the viewers get really high. um, And in the middle of a song, we don't always see everybody that joins the show. Uh, But we try to interact and respond with every comment that comes through. Yeah, it's kind of hard to respond when you're doing a show, especially when you're playing music. Oh, yeah. And we try to remember people to say hi to, like they come in during the middle of a show or if they make a comment during the middle of a show and we're in the middle of a song. You know, we try to remember at the end of the song, oh, let's remember that so-and-so came in. Let's remember that, you know, it's this person's birthday or they just made a comment about, you know, their 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 sister winning an award or something like that or a brand new website that they have up. So we try to remember to, to repeat those things or to bring them back up after the song's over. But it can get pretty tough when you have a ton of comments just flying through the chat at, you know, at light speed. Oh, yeah. All right, so the first thing I have up for Toad and Reads, uh, because apparently every episode for the past month I've mentioned Jenko jeans at least once, um, which I wear Jenko jeans every day. That's no longer a secret. I've been wearing them every day for at least two years, if not three years now. Um, yeah, I know people's like, he's stuck in the 90s? Or are they trying to figure out? But anyways, so Jenko jeans is apparently supposed to be coming back, but yet their website isn't has been renewed. Uh, their Facebook pages just had something updated um so i'm recording this really in advance uh today's is april 7th 2019 and the other day on april 4th jenko on their on their facebook page they updated their address which doesn't sound like a big deal 
but it has 80 comments <laughs> just nice. because they updated their address. Wow. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and share this page, which actually, so, for some reason, they updated their address twice. So I'm just yeah. adding the comments together because uh, it was seriously one after another. And on other p- groups, because there's Jenko resale groups, because old Jenko's actually a resale for a lot of money. Um, Interesting. Everyone's like talking about them changing their address. <laughs> It's like talk about hype for a brand that still gets made fun of. I don't know how many years. Um, I mean, they had quite an impact, you know, when Jinko came out and they, I think, you know, they were, they were founded in maybe the mid eighties. And I think they really took off in like the early to mid nineties, you know? So I, uh, Oh, there we go. All right. So we have, So all they did was update their address. The their billboard, their picture is over a year old from when uh, when the licensing companies was losing their license to sell uh, their brand uh, when they're selling everything super cheap. So they didn't even update the picture, which still says seventy percent off because everything had to go. Wow. But they updated their address, so they are coming back. Uh, and our comments mostly having to do with sizes. People are already prepping to buy them. We're not, uh, this first comment is from a Nick. He says, we're not the same size as we were in high school. We need fat people sizes. <laughs> uh, are you guys coming back? Question mark, please. Question mark. LOL. Jenko uh, for a By the way, I don't know if it's pronounced Jenko or Jinko. I hear both a lot. So when I say Jenko, J-N-C-O, or other people say Jenko, I don't know. I've always said Jenko. Um, hey, everyone, Jenko attempted to come, uh, come back a couple There's years ago. One. There's always one guy that's trying to, like, you know, douse <laughs> what everybody's so excited over. There's always one. Thanks, Kyle McCormick, from wherever you're from. Thanks Go ahead, me. read it. Go ahead, read that one. So Kyle McCormick from I don't care where you're from dot com says, hey, everyone, Jenko attempted a comeback a couple of years ago, but eventually shut down. Not sure what this is, but last I heard, Jenko is done. I don't care. I got a lot of cheap pants off of that. So I'm I don't like your negativity, good. Kyle. Nobody likes your negativity. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, Jenko did send me some stickers uh, the other week. Nice. So we're on the radar. Milo, yeah. I need you on the show, Milo. You Milo. got free stuff. Free stuff is great. <laughs> I just want Milo on the show. I'd love to pick his brain about about um about their PR and all this stuff. Um <laughs> come back. We need baggy and velour and jeans. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know if I ever had a I don't know if I've ever seen a pair of velour pants like I, in my I, lifetime. Last thing I saw him wearing were velvet pants. I have not seen velour yet, sir. Do you have any velour pants, Toten? No, I used to have car, uh, cardioid pants, um, which Jenko used to make. But Sure. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
Let's see here. Uh, yeah, the websites aren't even up. So a lot of people are talking about how the websites aren't up and they could get, they could, uh, uh, one of the websites is asking for admin passwords. So there's a bunch of people guessing admin passwords on here. I mean, they're still rocking 113,000 <laughs> likes. So there's still some people out there that are going to be willing to follow their, uh, their journey. Oh, yeah. There's, let's see, comeback. Uh, this is. <laughs> Oh, court! There's got to be one guy that that's like, calm down, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we just want to get excited. Leave us alone. We're just trying to get excited. That's it. Yeah. yeah. There's always gonna be that one guy. There's always the you know the the one guy that just squashes everybody's dreams and hopes. Him and Kyle. <laughs> Sun Ray Burns and Kyle. No one likes you. Why do you have yeah. to rain on our Jinko parade? Sunray said to clarify this isn't an ad this is just her Facebook banner pick which shows when an update is made to Facebook profile yeah, we know but, what it is. but it's helpful it's it helpful is. yeah we know what it is why would they update their address if they had no unless they're just trolling everybody that would be amazing I actually saw something else so, someone posted the other day about them at uh, some kind of I don't see any show, but... from them on any of these comments <laughs> I like that uh, other dude. Like we're not; it's the same size we were as we were in high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I just wish they they make different size. The last comeback or the last time they relaunched, they only had one length. So I actually blouse all my like I'm I'm wearing I'm wearing boot blouses like from what I used to wear in the military, so I don't destroy the bottom of my jeans. What's like, what's blouse? the point? Huh? What is a boot blouse? Um, I can't. I'm not going to stand up and show. Jordan, you're flexible. You can do this. We believe in you. <laughs> so you basically, I put one of these things, uh, video versions, if not audio version. So. So one of these things, and and they actually make metal springy ones too. Um, I put this around my around my leg, and I tuck the pants around up into this. Okay. Now, what's the point of having forty inch uh, yeah. round pants crime scenes if I wear this so I don't destroy the bottoms? Correct. <laughs> but it's <is> fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you had an answer. Gotcha. It's a rhetorical oh. question. Understood. Well, yeah, it's because I want to look like MC Hammer. That's that, that's the only. <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm seeing in July, MC Hammer is touring with Biz Marquee and uh, and uh, uh, Sir Mix a Lot, I think, and a bunch of other. <laughs> That's, That's gonna awesome. be an awesome concert. <laughs> that is awesome. All right, I'll try to find one or two more of these. Um, any more comments worth reading? A bunch of memes saying we're coming back. Um, let me see if there's any comment, good comments on this version. Because apparently they had to update their address twice. And I am somehow went to a dead link. I don't know how that happened. It happens. It's okay. Let's see here. Oh. No, I don't want to share it. This is why I edit the show. <laughs> okay. Uh, more positivity. Uh, Jonathan says, "Can't wait. Be shopping again in no time." Nice. Now that's yeah, finally man, a man, real good one. License problems. You guys said you'll be back. I hope so. This Facebook page has been reactivated. It gives me hope. Yeah, the, I'm gonna hit like on this one. 
I'm going to hit like on that. <laughs> you got to give it to Ultron. <laughs> Ultron. You got to give it up to Ultron, bro. Like he's, yeah, they have a Ultron gift. Ultron would wear Jinkos. Oh, he totally should. I think Ultron would wear Jinkos. I saw a cosplay of Space Jam Bugs Bunny, and the guy was wearing uh, Jinko jeans, and it was the best. It was so amazing. The guy didn't just like, yeah, these pants were just perfect. You know, I got them from my older brother or something like that. <laughs> but There's was, another one by Edwin. So glad y'all are coming back. I got fat after my last order, so I can't wear my pants no more. <laughs> I like oh, Steven. Did y'all go out of, go out of business again? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. April is this a late April Fool's joke? Yeah, people's got their hopes up, man, which is great, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, I mean, Janko's just been made fun of so much. Someone even put a gif of um of the kids react when they're trying to put on Janko's. But the funny thing about the kids react story is the guys that filmed that, those were their real Janko pants, but they, they bought them to make a short movie, but wow. whatever. No one cares about the Fine Brothers no more. Not after they they tried to trademark, uh, uh, I don't know, some other weird stuff. Don't such a happy Will Smith. <laughs> okay, so let's. I got another. I got one more thing to look through, and this has a little bit of a backstory. There is a statue outside the city of Sterling Heights that <laughs> that the city put up. It's a big like O. And they're like gateway to Detroit or whatever. And the people already kind of came up with a name for it. It was already called the golden butthole. Um, Yeah. That's, that's what the people are calling it. Uh, The city even tried to run a naming contest. Does it, I don't know what they picked, but it doesn't matter. The people have spoken. (laughs) One guy created a fantastic, uh, now I'm not going to play it, uh, but you can totally look it up. All you got to look up is Stranger Rings season three promo, <laughs> which somebody uh, edited us uh, the Stranger Things season f- Stranger Things season three teaser uh, to include the statue, and it is hysterical. We're not going to play it because we're all about comments. We'll just say it has a statue and has has it, they wonderfully entwined it with a season three teaser and a lot of farting noises. <laughs> that is true. Um, and I think I know the video that you're talking about. Um, well done. I thought that was awesome. I think that was really good. And there was a lot. I, I don't know what's going on at Sterling Heights or why everybody there has such terrible gas issues. I don't understand that one we're not from sterling heights but is this what we can prepare for when we crash a kitchen over there it's just uh, massive amounts of flood yeah lo- massive gas issues absolutely okay. especially okay. if go- governor whitmer has her way um <laughs> <laughs> represented by the big golden butthole <laughs> <laughs> you know i was even thinking like like ga- like wait gas gas issues our governor wants to increase our gas tax it all comes together it all coming together uh, not a whole lot of comments in here, but just uh, uh, um, one of you guys can go ahead and just 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 do a qu- 
there's one theme here. You could just read like three or four because these are all short and there's just a scene. <laughs> there's definitely a theme going on here. I like the Glockalicious Thank You by uh, Andrew Kaczynski. That's pretty good. Glockalicious. Glockalicious Thank You. Hilarious and clever. <laughs> Academy Award nomination. Now, I second that, sir. I second the Academy Award nomination. I think that was very, very good. That is awesome. You guys are dumbasses of the legendary kind. <laughs> we got another one. Dr. Funk says genius. I agree. Bubba McKenzie, bravo. See, these are people that appreciate true art. That's what's going on here, Toad. And they appreciate true art. It's like, it doesn't matter how cheesy it is. Someone's going to appreciate it. And there's our positivity. Probably Absolutely. one of the most, most positive <laughs> comment reads I've had on here yet. <laughs> but hey guys positive, we love the positive ones it's good times <laughs> thanks for coming on the show please promote the heck out of yourselves again will do yeah man my name is billy floyd and that's commodore that's right man we're the kitchen killers from orlando florida classified as a touring acoustic duo crashing kitchens around the country for all of our social media my man the commodore's got it on lock so i'm gonna pass it over to him he's gonna tell everybody where to go in a kind way Facebook.com, Instagram.com, Kitchen Killers, K-I-L-L-A-Z. Come see what we're doing. All of that stuff. A lot of behind the scenes on our Insta, on our Instagram story. Um, over on Instagram, you can check out Instagram.com slash Kitchen Killers and follow us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Facebook.com slash Kitchen Killers for all your links, all your videos, and all your musical needs, sir. And delicious food prepared by genius people in beautiful kitchens. We want to crash your kitchen, Toten. When are we doing it? <laughs> well, once I get a new ch kitchen, we'll we'll uh, we'll totally do it when I move. And yeah, uh, and if I don't have cats rom roaming around, I'll probably have like dogs or chickens or something. That's okay. We like we like you know pets of all of all shapes and sizes. We welcome them all. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll make sure we have a chicken. We have a chicken named Manja, which literally means to eat. So Man Manja. Yes, <laughs> yes, that is awesome, dude. Thank you so much for having us, Toad. We really appreciate the invitation, my man. Thank you for coming. And everyone who's watching this or listening, make sure to check these guys out. Uh, if you don't want to listen to one of their songs by now, you should. I, they have tons of music uh, all on their Facebook and everywhere they just mentioned. And That's if you true. want to check out more Media Layer Sandwich, the video version is on YouTube. That's youtube.com slash K, or you can always just go to the website medialittersandwich.com or totin.com. And Media Layer Sandwich is on all sorts of websites and uh, uh, podcast apps, including Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or whatever that is, Google Podcasts nice. thing. I, if we're not on the app you listen to podcasts for, it, let me know. I'll try to get us on there. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Hope you enjoyed our discussion, and may the algorithms be in your favor. Yes.